The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too everybody and welcome to my brother my brother me an advice show for the modern era i'm your oldest brother justin mcelroy i'm your middlest brother travis mcelroy i'm your babyest baby baby griffin mcelroy back in the just, saddle fuck nuts sorry i just, I just wanted to say back in the saddle i just got back from a brunch okay. with our nani oh how's she uh, she is doing well she is has been in town for the week uh, and we just got we went to black sheep for brunch and i was instructed to give you guys these two kisses which which one did the first I? This one was for Travis. And okay. The second one was for Griffin. I wanted I was brunch. What did I, you have? I wanted the second one, so I'm happy about how that turned out. That, what? The, that one sound more your. The speed. first one was pretty dry, and if okay. I'm gonna get a non kiss, I want those wet smackers. <laughs> is that a uh, is that a scared laugh or an uncomfortable it's laugh? A little bit. Of, it's sort of in the middle there. Um, Justin, you're dancing around the issue. What did you have for brunch? Inquiring minds want to know. Listen, I had. Chicken and waffles. Nice. The, get this, the chicken is in uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, don't mind if I do. Not. Uh, don't mind if I do. Like, wait, How just like I a do? bowl of cereal? No, it's like ground up and fried in that. <gasps> How about I do that with you? That sounds wonderful. What did our sweet nani get? Sweet nani got blueberry, uh, uh, French toast. It was so sweet. She asked Could- for more syrup. Because there wasn't enough. She got, she got sweet. She got sweet teeth. She got a bunch of sweet teeth in those wet lips. Also, she told me that she's really into Arrow and is looking forward to checking out Flash. We can't. <laughs> All the CW programming, Arnani is down with it. So if you've got any questions about Arrow or the Flash, check out Arnani's podcast, TV with Nani. <laughs> she into Heart of Dixie? Is she all caught up yeah, on the Heart of Dixie? Yeah, you know she's in the Heart of Dixie. I think that's how she got her foothold in the CW network. Uh, listen, as funny as this has all been. Has it? <laughs> I want to help people. That's what we came here to do. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode remotely. want to say another huge thank you to everybody uh, who came out to the live shows at New York and the People's Improv Theater. Um, thank you. Thank you for all so the, the gifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I want to uh, say thank you again to Prohibition Bakery. I've been talking about their alcoholic cupcakes like since we got back. I, I've been preaching the good word. And that nice couple from Florida that like shipped Diet Cheerwine to New York to give to us. Amazing. So many sweethearts. Amazing. So many sweethearts. And we got some like glorious like uh, gourmet chocolates, and I cannot remember who they were from. So if they're from you... Send me an email or, or a tweet and let me know so I can. Sorry, guys. Y'all sent us too many gifts. Uh, and uh, Justin Gray was there. He gave us some art. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that, he that shit's so. I'm framing that. Oh, and so for, the, for the people that asked, the merch that was available during the live show will be available uh, for sale online as well, uh, but not until after the L.A. live show. Um, yeah. We'll be, we'll be deploying those other two live shows and our upcoming LA live show was sold out in I think 11 minutes. 
So thank you for that, Los Angeles. Um, we'll be putting all those up eventually um, as, yeah. as, we're as trying the need arises. Because we know that live shows aren't everybody's bag, so we're trying to like intersperse. I'm sorry that the audio quality wasn't like awesome. We, we were hard-pressed to find a good solution for that. Um, but that's that's and we originally had more time to tech the show but because we did a 130 show yeah we had to rush it 130 good job everybody well and that's gonna be the episode so thank you guys very much uh and and we'll talk to you next week this is the new face of my brother my brother me we can play for four minutes wait well well, we gotta do ads so we'll we'll edit in ads between the two minutes of complaining two minutes up top two minutes back i love nature box and fucking hate everything else Let's help people. That's what we came here to do. I recently had to kill some time waiting for a friend to get home and decided to get some Taco Bell. Oh, the best way to pass time. <laughs> I relaxed in my car in the parking lot to listen to some Mabim Bam. Name of our show. Got it. Eat tacos while I waited for my friend to get home. Once I was done with my- <laughs> Love this question. Once I was done with my tacos, I was still hungry. Would it be weird for me to go back in and get some more drive-thru tacos, <laughs> knowing that the girl in the window just saw me there like ten minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, I, fucked up. I That's think you can pull it off when you roll up to the window. You just say again, again. That's uh, hit me again, Barton Taco Tender. Hit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cut you off. So you oh, had no. three Doritos Locos. Think this is from fretful fourth meal, but I think you mean fifth, technically speaking. Uh, if you have another fourth meal, that makes it your fifth meal I, or four point five. Eighth, your eighth meal, possibly. I I think I think it's wonderfully sweet of you to worry about this. If you think that you are like the only person that day that did that, yeah, then you're a little naive, my friends. Hey Sheila, yeah, I'm scooping back around for a double dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you, hi, sir. Welcome to talk about what would you like. Oh, you know what I fucking like? That same shit. One Mogan. <laughs> Can I get the Barry One Mogan special? Barry, we have asked you repeatedly to just order twice as much food. I but I like it to stay warm. It's cold by the time I get to number six. Let me get the number 18. Do you mean two number nines? One Mogan. All right. <laughs> I actually mean six number threes. <laughs> Actually, however you want to break it up, it's all pretty Let much me get a ground trenta. up bread cheese. Can I get a trenta of your Doritos Locos, please? Por favor. <laughs> Grazie. Immediamente, senor. Una monaguin. How late is your friend that you had time to drive to Taco Bell, drive back to your home, and then contemplate driving back to Taco Bell? You know what's the craziest part of this question is... I got some time to kill. I'll go eat some shitty taco. Like, <laughs> typically you do that when your gut needs sustenance or gym mats, which is the more accurate. I need to put ground up gym mats in my tummy. I want to call. I, I, so we've had a lot of fun here today. I want to call BS on this question. There has never been a human on planet Earth that has finished eating Taco Bell and thought, hmm, that's a decision I'd make again. If If I could play that again. I play it the exact same mm. way. I think I really played. Hey, it you well know the what? First time. You know what? I just did a perfect job. <laughs> I did a perfect job in that Taco Bell drive-through. <laughs> I think at that point you have to go back and just ask for a sack full of cinna twists or whatever they're called. <laughs> just like I'm back for dessert. You tempted me with your dessert menu. Are cinna twists oh. just churros that they chopped up? Yes, they're just murdered churros. I wish they'd be yeah. more forth- forthcoming about that. 
I think they have real ass churros now, but it's like you know, it's the Taco Bell style, so they're like it's just in a, Doritos. It's a bunch of <laughs> cinnamon twists glued together. <laughs> I made you a composite churro. Enjoy it. We uh, we ground up cinnamon twists, then batter dipped a chicken tender in it, then fried it. It's a churro. Here's the second actually, one. That sounds, that that sounds, sounds baller. Sounds fucking I really would get good. Fucking super That's on the out. breakfast menu, I think. Ah, just put on a large mustache and a sombrero. That's and racist. Here again, and it's a disguise. It's not. Yeah, racist. super it's racist disguise. disguise. Wow, you, somebody went to the Macklemore School of fast food disguises. <laughs> it's a, it was an accident. It was an accident. I went to Taco Bell in a super racist Mexican costume. It was an you accident. Gotta, okay, you got to go through and say, I've traveled back in time to find myself from the past. Did you see me come through here earlier? Also, can I get okay, a composite churro? <laughs> can I have exactly, I'll have what he's having. Past me, I mean. The, the only way I can track myself down is to eat the exact same thing past me ate and then see the feelings that, that leads, what building. Have you guys lead. seen Looper? It's it exactly a clue. I have. I'll eat. What Except he, you're going to Taco Bell, so it's pooper. I'll eat. <laughs> I'll eat what he ate, and then get on the interstate, driving the same direction he was driving, and then I will know where he stopped to have diarrhea. <laughs> um, y'all want a Yahoo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, that helped. Didn't this Yahoo was sent in by Emerald member? Level 14, Yahoo Shaman, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Nick, who has a 0% score on Yahoo But he scored Nick? What? That's his username? His name is Nick. I just thought that that would go quick. Oh, I don't know if they have to be unique. Because there's somebody here named Michael. And and a Frank. And a Chantel. Anyway, uh, Nick asks... How come my uncle thinks that my hobby is stupid and weird? I am an elevator enthusiast. And I film myself going up and down in an elevator and upload it to YouTube. I like riding high-rise elevators in office buildings. And I get a lot of money in my hobby. My uncle thinks (laughs) that my hobby is stupid and weird and is a waste of money. He thinks that paying for gas... And parking is a waste of money. Most of the time, I only have to pay $5 for parking at an garage in downtown of any city I go to. How come my uncle thinks that my hobby is weird and stupid and is a waste of money? Listen, I want to be super clear here. Please. Because if Roman Mars has taught me anything, there's some amazing shit when it comes to architecture. And I imagine the way that elevators work, it's super cool. And you could find some like old-timey... Like, you know, they had a elevator operator and they're super cool and awesome. The idea of filming oneself yeah. riding an elevator for the enjoyment of others. I don't give is a the fuck. stupidest thing I've ever heard. I don't give a fuck if it's like a glass bottom elevator that like goes up Tokyo Tower at night. Oh, it's so beautiful. The cherry, but I would not watch that fucking video on YouTube. Also, that situation doesn't exist because almost all elevators are little windowless coffins that you lock yourself in for 20 seconds. Hey, speaking of, did you guys hear about Willis Tower? Oh, but the glass, oh, fuck. Yes. Holy shit. Willis Tower, uh, ne Sears Tower in Chicago, uh, the tallest tower, basically, in the world. If we give in to calling it Willis Tower, yeah. then what hope is there for our children? The terrorists already Sears Tower. Sears Tower. Sears Tower. Has these Thank glass you. overhangs. Um, 
that were supposed to hold up to five tons, and you go out and you stand on them, and then you just look down, and then it's nothing but net. And by net, I mean falling death. <laughs> and you stand out there. Justin, Travis, and I had giant tanuki balls. And we got out there like, what's up? Just us in <laughs> free space. And we took all kinds of pictures like, look how cool we are. We'll never die. Somebody took a picture <laughs> up there last week. Glass broke in the bottom. Didn't shatter. They didn't fall through. But they are crunch. Later, I guess I weigh five tons. Time to get on CrossFit. <laughs> Can you imagine being the employees up there when it's like... Oh, no, go, like, go, no, go ahead. Oh, come on, that little girl's doing it. What are you, a puss? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I led to the death of a family of four. Not again. Do you know, like, how different my life is now that I have a child on the way versus then? At that exact... Jesus Christ, my wife stuck out behind me and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about something else. It's okay. Hi. All right, bye, sweetheart. Good radio. What just happened? You. Cindy literally stuck up behind me and scared. It's okay. We'll edit this part out. That was a nice moment. I'm going to leave that in. That was a nice moment. I love it. Sweet. I'm very frightful. about how much your life has changed. Yes. Oh, thank you. That's right. Uh, it's crazy how much my life has changed now that I have a child on the way. When we did that initially, it was right before our first Chicago live show. and I, Or our only Chicago live show, I guess. And I just jumped out there. And took the picture and didn't give it a second um, thought. Is no, that I was how the that one. I wasn't, I wasn't scared at all. I was, I was the one I was who not, was terrified. Of, Travis uh, was terrified, not me. I, I, I don't, don't give like a shit. The, today, if you asked me to do that today, well, not only would I not take the stupid elevator up to the top, I would like, it would be like, who's that guy welding shut all the doors to the weird glass breakable coffins? Oh, that's the, that's old man McElroy. This is what he does in his day is he tries to keep people from dying 24 hours a day. That would be me now. No way I do that. But does it, does it, let's talk about this. Does it, ma that seems like an irrational fear to me to be, like go up Willis Tower and be like afraid because really all it takes is maybe three stories and you're done, so. Three stories, for me, my bones, my lactose intolerant calcium deficient bones, two stories and I'm, I'm gonzo. I'm done. Basically Humpty Dumpty. I am point. Humpty Dumpty with these fucking unbreakable, breakable bones. Uh, anyway, elevator video oh, mon yes. monetization. What's this guy's secret, and how can I get some of that elevator video money? Uh, you think there's a market demanding this kind of coverage? He says he makes lots of money doing it. Okay, he doesn't. But I think maybe what it is is for people who are scared about it, that they can, like... Get over it? Check out what the elevator. Or do you think like it's a weird like fetish? Uh, always, forever, everything's a fetish. Everything, every moment you see in magazines, television, it's like, is fulfilling somebody's weird fetish. You think it's like a big, big like cable fed pussy? Because if you think about like the, <laughs> if you think about it, like if you think about like the, if, if you, you think, think about, about, how about you think about it? Then it's like it's connected to like the pulley. By uh -huh. th those wires could be like f uh, like um, fallopian tubes. Mm -hmm. That's I'm glad a, that you said that dirty word very quietly, Griffin. Well, I'm, what I'm fallopian tubes. What I'm saying, yes, is that women's it goes vagina, uh -huh. uh, which connects the fallopian tube. That's the wire. That's correct. And then the fallopian tube connects to the zygote, and that's uh -huh. where the baby comes out of. That's correct. Nailed it. And the the clitoris is the button for the thirteenth floor because it does not exist. Oh, <laughs> what? 
maybe I'll try jerking off to this tonight. Like, maybe. <laughs> Something's got to work for you. Something. God, what's it going to be? Gumball machines? <laughs> I have entered a phase in my life where I'm dating a lot. Nice. When I, I take... Nice. You're doing when it. I take a late, uh, When I take a lady out to a nice restaurant, where do I sit? Ooh. Do I sit next to her what the for hand-holding, or do I sit across from her to look her in the eye and have room to eat my food? That's from which side in Wichita? Always across the table. I disagree. Uh, disagree. Disagree. So, I, I thought predictably, predictably, I thought this would be the result. That's why I included this question. A disagree. Here's the thing, ditto, if I may. I agree with you if it's like a first, second, third date. I love sitting on the same side as Teresa and talking about all the other couples in the restaurant. If you can't, if I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I know this is actually an old man. I'm literally at a point now where I don't hear as well. Like if I'm, if I'm across the table, it, I feel like I'm shouting the whole time and I can't hear. I I like to just snuggle right up in that, in that other seat. Why waste a whole booth? We're not children. If we sit across from each other, Teresa can see me eating. Which is not, (laughs) it's not a good look. No, not for continued marital bliss. No. The other thing I like about sitting on the same side is that I can demand fruitlessly that the waitress seat another couple <laughs> in the adjoining side of the can booth. Can you mix it up? Can you mix it up just we another need a, mix we, doubles? We need euchre partners. Can you please? <laughs> um, we're, we're trying to make new friends at Max and Irma's. I was just sitting. Could you send out Max and Irma? I, <laughs> I've been sitting here like literally slack-jawed with shock. I can't believe, I didn't think anybody did that. I didn't think anybody did that. Eye contact is so much more, I'll just say it, erotic than hand-holding. So you look into the windows of her soul and you have that going for you. It's easier, like sound, you don't have to like turn your neck to the left or right to like talk to them. Both of you have instant bathroom access. (laughs) That's not a joke. I know it's not. <laughs> I'm surprised that you, Justin, I'm surprised that you, most of all, Tin Man, that you're not keeping your exits wide vis-a-vis bathroom. Uh, do you think I'm ever on the inside? No. Let me disabuse you. Well, now you've got, a, your wife is pregnant. She probably goes to the bathroom more than you, which is a fact that I never thought would be true. I am happy to let her out. She can get out if she wants. You're so kind. That's, this is, I You can't. don't make your pregnant wife crawl under the table. <laughs> No, not unless I drop a breadstick. I can't. <laughs> then I do ask if she can hop down there right quick. A little help. A little help. Uh, yeah, sorry, Griffin. This is like, I don't I don't like sitting across. I feel like there's too much room, especially with like some of these big tables. It's like really big and there's a crazy amount of distance. And I don't like being that far from my wife. Like, I just like us to be close well, to so we can chat. Rachel and I only eat at intimate bistros because that's all that exists here in Austin. It's all intimate bistros. That could be okay. So that could actually be. You may be kidding on the square here and and have hit upon something. I, I, all of the restaurants in Huntington have to be built to accommodate whatever the table equivalent of an airplane seatbelt extender is. Yeah, every table has to be fit to fit for that sort of uh human human frame yeah that sort of frame um and i think that that might be the problem is like it's just so far it's such a distance yeah plus they have to have all the room for all of the food another thing like you brought up snuggling and that's just crazy to me because like rachel nor i like to be touched 
when our mouth is is full of quinoa. You know what I mean? Like when I'm when I'm jaw- oh no, I completely agree. When I'm jawful, jawful of quinoa. Well, no, I'm not talking about because my my giant chompers might oh, accidentally okay. remove one of their digits. Okay, just me. That's cool. Because I'm not a fucking Wolverine. Okay, that's fine. Um, no, I mean like it's not. This is not touching time. Sometimes I listen. I love my wife. I'm sure that you guys too uh, do love your wives. Um, Sometimes there are non-touching times. Sometimes there are times where you're not supposed to. But what about when you want to sensually feed each other? That's a great question. (laughs) What about when you do want to sensually feed each other? Then do it across the table from each other. But then you risk, like, dropping the food on the table. Some people sensual. are okay with that. Some that's people not are sensual. O- Some that's pe- not erotic. That's a slobby boy. <laughs> Some people are okay with maybe once a month letting a piece of food not get eaten. That now, here's eaten. the thing, Griffin. I, I hate to disagree with you, but anyone who's ever eaten with me knows that I leave quite the wake of debris around me when I am done. Travis, I hate to disagree with you, but you don't hate to disagree with anybody. <laughs> that is correct. I love to disagree with you, but, um, but and I would say and, I, and here it comes. And so, <laughs> as so I was saying, I, th- I think that when when you first start dating, you should always sit across the table because that's eye to eye contact, uh, conversation. It's all keyed in the getting to know you process. I think once you reach a certain comfort level with each other, I I actually usually kind of go the way of the seating. If if the if the you know host or uh, pulls out the two chairs beside each other, I trust his judgment. I go with it. I am. You trust his take on your relationship. Yeah, if he's like, oh, this looks like a side by side catty corner kind of thing. I'm like, okay, nailed it. But in a booth, in a booth, in a four seater booth, you guys will fucking just use one bench. Oh god, no. Oh god, no. Oh god, no. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking like a four top. You know, okay, like, I was thinking about a booth, and here I was thinking like my brothers are lunatics. No, no. same side, of, same side, no, same side of the booth. Oh, see, I, I, I think you are wrong there because that looks like you're waiting for another person or right. talking to a ghost, or that you're just lunatic. I would give that table a wide berth as I walked by to the bathroom for the third time. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm sorry. I don't care how it looks. I love love, and I love be with my okay. wife, and I'm not going to change. For if anybody. you sit on the same side of the booth with your wife, you guys have to practice and coordinate that every time the server walks up, you guys turn your head in unison at and the look same at time. <laughs> Yes. We need nothing else to part. We require more Sprite. (laughs) Also, we cosplays the Conan's everywhere we go. That's the other thing about it. I was thinking that you, like a Meet Dave scenario, where you guys have little people powering your human-shaped starships. No, you know, like the classic Meet Dave, and everyone will understand the reference. Your Eddie Murphy starships are powered by Sprite, like in the movie Meet Dave, sponsored by Sprite. (laughs) <laughs> Did you see me, Dave, sponsored by Sprite? Did you see Pluto Nash, also sponsored by Sprite? <laughs> Do you know He's what would have been a better movie? He's in deep in the pocket of Big Sprite. Yeah. Do you know what would have been a better movie than Meet M E E T Dave? What? Meet M E A T Dave. Yeah. What's the plot? Give me a synopsis. He's made of meat, well, and he thinks other people are all control- controlled by robots. And he thinks that he's the only person that is actually flesh and bone he's uh-huh. insane okay and he's tony shalhoub and and he's just cutting open people looking for their he's tiny cutting open people looking for the robots inside looking. there's and no eddie time, murphy in here 
Right. He's looking for the little Eddie Murphy inside all of us. And, well, aren't we all? And it turns out he's a serial killer. And who should stop him but Batman? Okay. Played by Eddie Murphy. Meet Dave, Gotham Knights. I don't... Listen. Eddie Murphy can't play more than one role in the same movie at the same time. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Madman? Madman? He's everybody in Madman. How about another Yahoo answer question? Yeah, hit, hit me. I can't believe you sit on the same fucking side of a booth as your wife. I don't want to keep. I don't. She seems to like it, but this is probably one of those deathbed confessions I want to hear about. Um, (laughs) This uh, Yahoo was sent in by Anna Schlumbaum. Thank you, Anna. It's by Yahoo Answers user Davis B. Zero percent best answers. A lot of shitheads (laughs) on this episode. Um, Davis B. asks, "What are the top five best tuba brands?" I have, I have no idea what the best tuba brands are, except I know Yamaha is probably good. If Miraphone isn't in your top five, what do you think of it? You don't want a Miraphone. No. You don't no, want a Miraphone. Go, you want to go with uh, Blasterphone. Blasterphone is really good. It's a weird, like, sort of acoustic electric mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and they cost $4 at a gas station, and it's, yeah. it is a tuba-shaped <laughs> toy. But you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed at the kind of rich DBs you can get out of one of those. There's also a button that makes it sound like a dog barking. Uh And you don't get that on any of the other, like, upscale tubas. No. No, there's no dog barks in a a miraphone. Yamaha does, if you let a dog bark. I like a nice inflatable tuba. Interesting. Not an especially rich sound. No, but I mean, it's much easier to carry. Yeah. (laughs) And it can save your life if you, like, fall out of a boat. Justin, did you. Did you ever? I don't want to. I don't want to drop any generalizations here. You weren't a tuba man, right? You were a coronet, a coronet fella. No, in the band. I was a, a, a euphonium or a baritone horn. Mm. And what's the difference uh, between a baritone horn and a, a tuba? The one you made up. What? No, it's just a, just they're just other low brass instruments. Are basically the same. One's more for marching. One's more for concert. Mm-hmm. At least I think I never paid that close attention. I didn't learn all the notes. But I learned maybe and, six or And seven how notes. long did you play? Blurt, 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 blurt. <laughs> it depended on how uh, whether it was a whole note or a, a half note, Trav. And then can you give I'll me a hold it for the Can you give me a half note? Half. Okay. Uh, it was a one, two, three, four. Half. <laughs> it goes the whole note. You ready? Whole. <laughs> quarter note. Qu- quarter. Quarter was it? Quarter. <laughs> I got eight. I got eight notes coming. Listen to this. Eight, 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 eight. eight, eight. What's that? 16th notes? No, it can't be done. Can't be done. Do can't be done. Six, 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 six. Oh no! You summoned. You summoned the devil. <laughs> that is. Uh, and now you have to have a tuba battle with tuba battle with the devil for your soul. The devil is. Justin went down to Georgia and it took him a long time because tubas are heavy. <laughs> he uh, was pretty tired by the time he got there. He took a little nap. Um, uh, why didn't you guys go... Pr- Travis, you were a tromboner, right? I was a trombonist, please. Um, uh, I The reason I did not go pro with my trombone skills is that there were three other trombonists in my uh, middle school band... And what we did was each of us learned one-fourth of the song 
and then that person would play their part while the other three just moved the slides up and down until your part came around, and then you'd pick it up, and the other three would drop out. Was there not, like, a clear, like, you're playing You Can Call Me Al and during no, halftime? You, just, it's you like, just put your mouth to the mouthpiece and go, boo do 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 No, no, but I'm saying there would be, like, a clear, like, one of you is clearly better than the other, so it'd be like, Chris Cummings was just amazing. He was the he was the trombone to stop. Yeah. Um, and so we and, had to have a talk. I think every trombone is the trombone <laughs> to stop. We had to have a little talk with Chris. He was making us all look bad. He said, "Hey, cool it out, hot shot." Um, I never did band. Um, That's weird, Griffin, because you're probably the most musically inclined of the three of us. I mean, I used my never... the instrument of my my diaphragm. My my and, vaginal and birth never, control device. He never got pregnant. <laughs> yeah. all um, I uh, no, I, I you know I wanted to, but I didn't know where to. Eat. Where do you even fucking start? What I'm what I wanted to know was when somebody decides to do band, and they also decide that they don't want to do it, but that they have to do it. Uh huh. Um, then do you try as hard as you can to get the piccolo? Because that seems like the fucking jam. Just like, and carry around these two AA batteries. All right, yeah, I can do that. This is the crazy thing to me. I remember very clearly the first day of middle school band, and the teacher said, okay, what instrument does everyone want to play? And 50% of the class wanted to play drums, and 50% of the class wanted to play saxophone. And that was it. Well, that was during the clan. That was the clan. Yeah, and she was like, okay, listen, somebody's got to do trumpet. Somebody's got to do trombone. I'm uh, all of us really enjoyed the new musical phenomena that is Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> we but some of it. you, the, first off, we don't have any violins, so you guys need to leave. Because neither of you ended up with a, what I would consider to be a light instrument that I, I and I don't hope I really hope I don't offend you. A couple of lazy fucks can just like carry around in the hot sun. Now, here's I what did happened. I did use my trombone for self defense once. Oh, I remember that. Is the only fight you ever won. That's Here's great. the thing I wanted to tell you about Griffin that you don't know from band. Here is here is how I remember it. I started learning to play trumpet. That's how I got my start. But my lips were too big to play trumpet well. Oh, it hurt, I it see. hurt me. Yeah. Which makes me think that maybe they don't assign them, maybe they just let you pick because any self-respecting music teacher would take a look at these uh, luscious luscious that you got from you know, your nani clearly these luscious kiss machines oh said like i don't know i think this this is a baritone or euphonium man and not a trumpet man so i i flushed a, i wasted the best year of my life <laughs> trying best. to learn how to play trumpet justin i don't know when the best year of your life is it was but like it definitely definitely fucking didn't happen at Kamak middle school <laughs> um you guys know they closed Kamak. you know you know that both Kamak and Miller Elementary are no more. Mm-hmm. Miller was turned to dust, and Kamak they uh, we outlive. Basically, what I'm saying is we outlive both of them. Good. So hooray for us. Yeah. Oh man, I'm um, gonna miss those blue streaks. What even the fuck is a blue streak? Get a better mascot. They, oh wait, they you get can't. Cold people. You can't. You're dead. You're dead. We beat. You. I beat you, middle school. You're the fucking shittiest three years ever anyone has to go through. If you're listening to this podcast in your middle school, first of all, that's awesome. Second of all, <laughs> keep on. Just keep pushing. It's the worst. It's the absolute pits. My little sister-in-law, Riley, graduated, 
and I looked at her and I was like, I just want you to know that you've finished the hardest thing you'll ever do. Yeah. There's nothing. There's literally nothing. There's literally nothing. Trust me, I've gone out pretty far ahead of you. There is no point in your life at which you go, I am both dealing with as much shit as I did in middle school and also can't, like, I don't know, drink or smoke or drive a car or a boat. And I'm jizz. I'm slowly jizzing a little bit, twenty four seven, and I don't understand why. Uh, Starving. Listen, we start we start money zone with a danger box every time talking about how hungry you are. How about you order some snacks before you get fucking hungry? I, Order them now. I, I did. I, I asked them to re-up my my snack subscription this week, but they haven't come in yet. Uh, Nature Box is, it's like, okay, so you get hungry, right? That happens to everybody sometimes. Not me. Okay. And you want a snack, so you go to the vending machine. Oh, my God, it's all chemicals and butter. That's the only thing in that machine. And, and uh, high fructose corn syrup is garbage. Nature Box is like that. It's like a vending machine in a cardboard box in your house. That it doesn't, but it doesn't have, have to put money into and doesn't vend stuff. In. You just open the box and then you open the package and then you eat it. Oh, so kind of like a box. Yeah, kind of like a box. The more we live with this metaphor, I feel like the the, the shines really off the apple, but uh, it doesn't have and artificial sometimes stuff. sometimes when you're trying to eat the pralines, it gets stuck in the box and you have to shake the box. Get out of there. Oh, wait, off. it's a box. I can just open uh, it. <laughs> the uh, uh, NatureBox lets you pick the snacks you want. You log onto their website, naturebox.com, uh, and you're you're going to be able to pick the sa- like like South Pacific plantain chips and everything, bagel sticks and uh, the BBQ kettle kernels, uh, the vanilla almond clusters, French toast granola. That's that's a, that's one I like. Uh, and you you can uh, they'll it's like a subscription thing. You know, you tell them what snacks you want, and they'll send them to you. They're delicious. Ooh, ooh, they're good. I'm getting hungry now, right now just thinking about them. And when they send them to you, it's free shipping anywhere in the U.S. So, ooh. Does that include the non-contiguous states? I must assume does, so. Does that include the secret states? It does. Better than all of this is that we can get you 50% off your first box. You go to naturebox.com slash my brother, and you're going to get uh, fit and healthy and 50% off. So it's a it's a steal. Don't wait. Stay full, stay strong. Get fed. Do you think I just it's, scared the shit out of all of our listeners in the secret states? They're like, oh, no, he knows. Oh, no, 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 He's no, going to no, tell no. All, all my friends in Upper Montana. It's a, it's a secret state on top of Montana. You didn't think anything was up there. Beyond the fog. Beyond the wall. <laughs> Beyond the fog wall. What is that? It's a secret state called Upper Montana. Our next live show is in Upper Montana. By it's the way. great. We're on the ba- we're in the Badlands of Upper Montana, inside the Spiral Cave. <laughs> all our all the attendees are going to be goblins. <laughs> we're out and in we the will Badlands. be stoned as shit. Yeah, we had to bring a a, a rotocycle and we'll trade bottle caps mm-hmm. for uh, more water rations. It, and uh, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a really great show. We'll all probably die, um, yeah. guys. You've tried Hulu on your computer. I know that you have. You're probably doing it right now as we record. You're probably watching, I don't know, Survivor or something. Let me tell you about Hulu Plus, though, because it's a lot better. Uh, With Hulu Plus, you can watch current season episodes of your favorite shows, like Family Guy, Parks and Rec, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, 
you can watch every episode of shows like Community and South Park. Uh, but there's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? Yes. Great. Is there? I'm glad we had this talk. You can also, aside from just like your your mobile device or tablet or whatnot, you can also watch it on computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much like anything you have that you could stream shit to, you can watch Hulu Plus on. Um, can you they imagine? All, they have archived shows, like every episode of of, uh, of older television programming that's not on the air anymore. They have original programming, like Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy that talks to ghosts. Don't all pot-smoking guys talk to ghosts, though? They do. And if you think about how much you pay a month for cable... Uh, $800. And then, yeah, and if you're not paying for like some kind of DVR service, they come on and they're gone. That's a wasted resource. You're paying for shows that you don't get a chance to watch. With Hulu, it's just $7.99 a month, and it's always there. So if you say, oh, I don't have time to watch the new episode of Parks and Recreation, it's cool, it'll still be there two hours later. You didn't miss it. From two hours later to up until the heat death of the universe. Yeah. That's how long your episode's gonna last on Hulu Plus. Uh, what if I don't wanna pay for it right now? What's your fucking problem? These guys are giving us money to talk about how great their product is. You could say like, I wanna pay for this right now. Nothing's gonna stop me from paying for this. Take my money. But I, we are going to stop you because you're going to who plus got a comp slash my brother. Whoa, want to try that again there, Speed Demon? <laughs> Whoa. Did you just have a typo in your in your mouth? <laughs> Did you just have a, a vocal typo? Uh, HuluPlus.com slash my brother. Uh, you know, it's a, a good uh, mental typo when like you are trying to correct it as you say it. And you dot com slash my bro for... No, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, I got off the home row. Huluplus.com slash my brother. And you get two weeks for free. Go there right now. Um, one more tired of dealing. One with more you. quick thing I want everybody to do. Uh, go to WednesdayWolf.com and make the world stranger. It is... Uh, oh my shit, this stuff is awesome. Yeah. It, what, what are we talking about here? Paintings? Yeah, it's paintings, drawings. It's kind of... Um, it reminds me a lot, have you ever read the book, The The Hungry Caterpillar? If you took those illustrations and ran them through like an LSD filter. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these paintings are painted with, and this is a quote, watercolor, ink, so far so good, and various bodily fluids, not yet convicted of murder, is cool, what cool. this person says. Great, um, great, great. Our, fri our friends Rush Frustick and Chris Plant uh, have a video series called The Cooperatives, and they were actually turned into a piece of art. That hasn't come down from my brother, my brother and me yet, but I'm holding out hope. Um, there's some really great, genuinely terrifying stuff in here. A lot of Pokemon, which I appreciate. I might buy one of them, but I don't want to accidentally touch someone else's jizz. <laughs> Do we get a no jizz guarantee on some of these paintings? <laughs> WednesdayWolf.com and make the world stranger. Go, go. go. You got to look. Be free. Just go look. Just go look at it. I got a message for Zach Doring. That's a guess on that pronunciation. It's from Feliza Doring. I bet I didn't get either of those right, and I'm just trying. You got one out of four so far. Okay. Zatch. Oh, <laughs> I am shit. so proud of everything you've done in the last couple of years. I love you so much. Congrats on 10 years of service, and welcome to civilian life. Love, KK. P.S. Deployment emails have been taken to a new level. 
So I don't know what that means, but it sounds intense. Zach, thank you so much for your service. It is not specifically outlined if you were in the military or maybe some sort of underground secret spy crime ring. He was in the Upper Montana Police. In the Upper Montana Mounted Police. He yeah. was a barbarian in the Upper Montana Police Force. <laughs> he, was a, uh, he was a potion alchemist. Thank you for your help up there. You know, the potion alchemists, they don't see a lot of, like, field time, but it's just as dangerous because they're trying new new uh, spells every day, and those shits yeah. can blow up in your face. People think the, people think the Bolt Rangers have it easy. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you it's, think it's, it, and you think that they just, like, the goblins see the fog wall, and they're like, we'll stay back. No, they'll step to it, and fucking Zach, king beyond the fog wall, stays there and keeps so, us all safe for 10 so years. So really, it's like, thank God for the Upper Montana Mounted Police because they're doing it so you don't have to. Right. So... Yeah, yeah, they're mounted on chocobos. I want to go to this place we've created. I know. <laughs> now I'm that, sold. Now I know how Tolkien feels. Mm. Felt. What's up? My name is Jasper Red, co-host of the Goose Down, along with the lovely Kimberly Clark, and we want to invite you into the comfort and groove of our podcast that encompasses the arts and entertainment. You can check us out at MaximumFun.org, also available on iTunes. See ya! So I have been in my schools. There are program... Feeder? Yes. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was a bad pace for me. Why are you so bad? How did you break up a word midway through in a pace? So I have been in my school's theater program for two years now. And I've yet to click with my drama teacher. He's the kind of guy who picks favorites from his students, and I am not one of them. His favorite students are always the one he recommends to people and gives the best roles on auditions. I'm not a bad actor, but he never really notices me or acknowledges that I'm just as good as them. Do you have any advice for me about how to make him notice me or make him like me more? And that's from Unnoticed Actress. I have good news for you. He oh, yeah? is giving you the greatest gift. Oh. He is giving you the drive and desire to become famous and shove it back in his stupid face. Or, and also, he's preparing you for a, a career of what is going to, and I'm sure you're going to make it. I Listen, a lot of people come to us and they say, I got big old stars in my eyes. Ow! And then we say, yeah. But for you, I know <laughs> that you're going to make it. You are going to face... A lot of neglect. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of neglect. A lot of You think neglect. you've tasted neglect? Oh, uh, you don't know fucking anything. It's going to get <laughs> so much worse before it gets better. It'll get better. And you're going to make it. Ooh, someday I'm going to see your name in lights. But before I'm going to see your name in shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are on the perfect arc for superstardom. Think about every actor or actress you've ever heard from. How many of their stories start with... Well, from a young age, I was coddled, and mm-hmm. uh, I was coddled by everybody, and I had a super healthy upbringing, and everybody was really nice to me, and that's why I'm famous today. No, you have to start with nobody acknowledging your existence until you make it. Do them. you think that's Listen, 100% it, true? Do you, you think, like, I think maybe Kira Knightley was, like, from the womb, like, Let's well, get the, was, oh, we gotta get this kid famous. Genetically developed. We gotta get she the kid famous as fast as possible. Get her, get her, get on the movie, quick, 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 quick. Go. <laughs> Look at her face. Get her on the camera. Is there anything? Is in there the a camera? camera? Just film it. Give me a camera. I'll write the script as we go. 
<laughs> Look at that face. Listen, Beautiful. if you want to, if you want a Rambo, right? You gotta raise a Rambo, right? You don't, you don't, you don't coddle them. You gotta raise a Rambo. There's two kinds of actors in this world. There's actors. There's Keira Knightley and talented. Rambos. There's Keira Knightley and there's Rambos, right? You're either a Knightley or a Rambo. You're either so coddled that you take it for granted that everything's gonna come to you. You don't work hard. You're not out there pounding the pavement, 6 a.m. cattle call auditions until you make it big, you hit that thing, director goes, that person, they've got the look, I want them in my movie, right? And, and, and if you're coddled, yeah, yeah, maybe you're a Keira Knightley, but that's literally one in billions. Mm -hmm. I, well, I would say for everybody, that's definitely one in billions. I want to teach you a valuable lesson, unnoticed actress. I am sorry that your acting teacher is not giving you the attention that you so richly deserve. You have great taste in podcasts. Uh, but you are given an invaluable opportunity right now to realize that, like, when, when you are doing this as a profession, there's going to be a lot of times when you don't get the attention you deserve. And it's a great opportunity for you to focus on the work. Yeah, I don't know what true. the work is, but I, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. It seems like something you should be focused. You just on. like try to what? you try to cry in front of a mirror, mm -hmm. just, and you do mm -hmm. that for mm -hmm. you do that for just mm -hmm. hours at a time. Just <laughs> yeah, and you gotta put yourself in the head of people. You know, like what's what would it be like to be a guy who didn't like Siri? Yeah, I'm Matthew McConaughey. Mm. All yep. right, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sailed so it. That was me. That's me. And what you just heard was the work. And I just became a little bit of a better actor. Do, just like do, that. Give me another one. I'm the President Barack Obama. Hi. Uh, let me sign that bill. Uh, let me sign that bill. And, ooh, I don't know about uh, drones. So then that was more. Now I could probably do him. Now can you do Bronco Obama? Yeah, I'm Bronco Obama. Let me hide. Let me. Let me ooh, look out for that rattler. Hand me that bill to sign into law. He's our he's our Wild West president. So mm -hmm. now that's I'm a little bit better. I'm gonna go audition actually. I'm gonna stop the podcast right here and go audition <laughs> just as Alright, uh, quick edit. Quick edit. Let me just run out. I got it. <laughs> what what role? Bronco Bronco Obama. <laughs> the role of Bronco, Bronco Obama in a no, no, local no. auto dealership Bron commercial. Bronco Bronco Obama and I, it's in City Slickers three. Shitty Slickers. <laughs> It's called shitty slickers because they just like they know, yeah, they know. Do you guys want a Yahoo? <laughs> I want to see shitty. I know. Yeah, now I really want to watch. Now, them. okay, so now I, I need to go to Upper Montana and I need to see shitty slickers, <laughs> and neither will ever happen because our ideas are too beautiful to exist. Yeah, too often, please. people take movie titles and then they convert them into like porn movie titles. I wish that more people would say, "But what if I just made a really bad version of this movie?" Yeah, I'd call it shitty slickers. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, it's not a bad, it's not a remake. Original script written by that fucking dude who writes all the X Men movies that are so bad. If I wrote a show about four women leading really boring, stupid lives, I think I'd call it Sex in the Shitty. <laughs> um, how about a Yahoo? Yeah, please. This Yahoo is sent in by Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. It's by Yahoo Answers User. Wait, uh, is it too late to do? Is it too late to do Caroline in the shitty? Yeah, it's way too late. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this you're just doing city now. <laughs> I know. I, I'm. I've tapped this well. This uh, this user's been deleted. Been suspended from the matrix. Not like send this. shitty. Great. Uh, <laughs> this anonymous deleted <laughs> user. Do we are are we just gonna sit here and think about the movies that have city in the title? Yes. No. Babe pig in the. I city. was just about to do Babe pig in the shippy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Can we move on? 
Yes, I have one other thing to say. Sex, sex in the shitty too. <laughs> the legend of Curly's right. gold. All right. Shitty of angels. Great. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think. Okay. Can I do one? Let's, yes, please. I need to think. Wasn't there a... What was the movie about the mouse that Michael J. Fox is the voice for? Stuart Little. Stuart Shittle? <laughs> it doesn't have city in it at all. It's nothing. It has nothing to do with City, and I thought you were gonna say New Jack Shitty. Oh, that's it. New Jack Shitty. All right. Okay. So this deleted user asks. Yes. Is there a way to incorporate a third nipple into sex? I have a third superfluous nipple below my left breast. Although sensation is diminished compared to my other nipple. Mm. I almost said regular mm. nipples, but that's hateful, I suppose. <laughs> that's offensive. Uh, my typical nipples. My tip. My tipples. Uh, I still have enough sensation to enjoy it being touched by a woman during sex. However, during sexual encounters, who calls them that? Most Uh of the girls I've known have been turned off or even slightly frightened by it. (gasps) No. Is it really that bizarre to want stimulation in this third extra erogenous zone? Or should I feel guilty and regard this as a birth defect and not a blessing? Well, I learned a lot about third nipples at, um... At a wedding I went to recently, uh, from from a friend uh, who just just left med school, he graduated. He didn't leave it. Uh, that well, like, I hope he left it after nipples. Third nipples aren't like what I imagine that they were. What, what uh, Hollywood has made them out to be, which you were is picturing like, like a whole other nipple. I was thinking about like areolas, but no, mm-hmm. like any like you can have just like a little bumpus, a little tipple. Right there, as long as it's on the milk line, so we can be like, like down, like on your on your belly. As long as it's on the milk line, it's probably a nipple. And I'm worried because I have like a freckle there that I've always had. Maybe it's not a freckle. Maybe it's a little bit more insidious and a, li- a lot more erogenous. Than Maybe that. that's like your two and a half nipple. What if from? I think the problem with the women that you're dating is that they're not ready, but. I don't. Th- I think you need to prepare them without spoiling exactly what it is. So try this: once you're when you're at dinner, every once in a while, just start doing a little shake back and forth in your seat, and sing like a little like, "I have got a surprise for you." No. Until bedtime. <laughs> no. I have got something secret and special. There will for be you. a moonlight revelation tonight. <laughs> I hope that you like <laughs> fun buttons. Don't no, oh, oh. on this date before dirty time, or you're gonna miss this special surprise. All your friends will talk about my fun button that you <laughs> never got to see. Also, I'm It'll fucking be- all your friends. <laughs> Could you do something where every time, like the waiter brings dinner, you say like, uh, I don't know, do I want two broccolis? Well, I guess I want three because that's one more. <laughs> More is it's nice. It's nice to have more, right? Um, I I don't think this is a curse. I think it's a beautiful blessing because you will. Ex- this person categorically, mathematically, will experience more erogenous pleasure than any of us could I ever aspire to. More nipple pleasure this morning than you will in your right. entire life. Like when we hit, when we reach the end. And God tallies up our score. <laughs> when he sorts the line into heaven, he sorts the line by nipple pleasure. <laughs> no, I mean it's not. Doesn't have anything to do with, like 
you know, St. Peter letting us in any like a queue. I'm saying there's like a. But just in the book. I'm saying he's going to take it to the leaderboards and bow. And then there's going to be nipple pleasure. And then this person will have beaten all of us by 50%. Well, Mike, a lot of our contestants today have experienced a lot of nipple pleasure. But the number one is this weird guy with three nipples. All right, let's go to that radical rock. <laughs> Mo. Uh, heaven in my mind, uh huh, is just an aggro crag, and it's not like the basic aggro crag. Fuck that basic shit. I'm talking about the global yeah. guts crag with like steam and shit coming off, like the one that like with like buzzsaw traps and shit. And I imagine that as you walk up it, instead of hitting actuators, you're like high fiving like Gandhi, and like just all the all. Like, oh, there's, there's Einstein. High five, Gandhi. Why were you so chill? Check the chest. Oh shit. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I kept it hidden. That one's not, that one's not in the diaries. But, do you, but you, think, you know. Do you think that um, if, I mean, if you have a third nipple, isn't that God's way of telling you you should invite another partner into your sexual liaisons? Because it seems like you'll never get full stimulation mm. with just one measly partner. Or one partner also has an extra nipple, six nipples, two bodies, one oh. bed. Six oh, nipples, two bodies. Because it's got to match up, like, when you plug a plug into an outlet. Yeah. If you just have the two-prong uh-huh. outlet, but you got the three-prong plug, you're like, it's not going to work. Uh-huh. You need That's why you got to invite another friend who only has one nipple to be your sexual adapter. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. I think that it's. I think it's God's way of saying you could be a lot more laissez-faire uh, with your nipple security, because if you lose it, good news, back up, just scoot it up. If it, if a girl, God, should I go skydiving? I don't know. Fuck it. You got three. You got three. What's the worst, I gave the worst you a, that I gave you a bonus one so you could get risky. Yolo, so, and also, hold on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying for? Which <laughs> is you have three nipples. <laughs> Whatever sound you made, it's like it's like it's like the foley work for the thing stalking me down a metal hallway. That's the noise you made with your mouth. That was the original song, but Drake couldn't find a thing to rhyme it with. <laughs> you only have three nipples. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, crud. Well, folks, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. Want to give a huge thanks to Hulu Plus, where you can binge thousands of hit shows anytime anywhere we're gonna get you a free trial of that by going to huluplus.com slash my brother and make sure you check out naturebox.com as well um they've got hundreds of wonderful snack choices you're gonna dig it and get 50 percent off your first order if you go to naturebox.com slash my brother go check it out do yourselves a favor i want to thank john roderick and the long winters for the use of our theme song it's a departure off the album putting the days to bed uh if you were at max FunCon this past weekend you probably got a chance to hang out with him you piece of shit Sorry, I'm just jealous. I, I bet that'd be a cool life experience. No big deal. Not a big deal. Thank you to everybody else who came to New York shows. Thank you so much. And to everybody who's going to be at LA. We can't wait to see you. It's going to be nice. Do you want to thank Tweetos? Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks to people tweeting about the show using the MBMBAM hashtag. Like Dan McKinney, who made some of our mom's famous chess bars for uh, his friend Fuck-a-D. Nice. Fuck-a-D? Uh, Fuck a D. Thanks to Mark Davis, uh, Sick Fallout, Bethany Keeley, Junker, 
Julia M. Velez, Michael McCullough, who just tweeted a, a video of a horse at us, which is fine. Uh, I'll, I'll take I that. appreciate that. Sure. It's a horse playing a saxophone, it looks like. Yeah, why not? Thanks. Jordan, Duchess of Nowhere, Alex Lavelle, Ryan Peeler, Nicole, uh, Blue Nicole, Aaron Wilson, uh, me. <laughs> Hello, Justin. You want to thank yourself? <laughs> Good to work, my friend. Also, Good God, Martin. I got to thank myself. Martin is an adorable baby who's tweeting about our show, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, and everybody else, thanks so much. Um, let's shut it down. This, All right. this final Yahoo was sent in by Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. It's by Yahoo Answers user Chief Keefe who asks, who is the youngest person living right now? <laughs> Whoa. Well, think about Deep. it. Deep. Whoa, think about that. Uh, my name's Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. Justin McElroy. Are you thinking about him? Yeah. It's been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad's spread lips. Think about it. Just think about think it. Think about it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Have you made vacation plans yet? The second annual Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival is ready to set sail this summer, and we want to see you on board. Imagine amazing comedians, stellar music, and beautiful Caribbean views. It all takes place July 25th through 28th, en route to Nassau, the Bahamas. And frankly, we've impressed even ourselves with this lineup of bullseye favorites. You've got Moshe Kasher. I was in an airport recently. You ever, you ever see somebody and you're just like, oh, so you're what's wrong with everything in the world. Kyle Kinane. Anybody else in here gets so drunk last month you had to call a cab just to take you to Wendy's? W. Kamau Bell. So complicated, my feelings. Morgan Murphy. I don't know if you guys know what a facelift is. It's when they take your face skin and they uh, peel it away from your face and in that little space there, that's where they find your self-esteem. Uh, and besides them, Greg Barrett, Chris Fairbanks, Karen Kilgariff, Natasha Leggero, Guy Branham, Tony Kameen, and Carol Cole, plus an awesome music lineup hosted by John Roderick of The Long Winters and featuring our pal Gene Gray. Come on, what else are you going to be doing? Don't miss the funniest weekend of your life. Get your tickets right now. Go to BoatParty.biz. Yeah, that's right. BoatParty.biz. The Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. Comedy. Music. Shuffleboard.